Welcome to Kick-Ons, the pop culture after-party for people who need just a little bit more. We're two friends, Jason and Steph, and we aren't ready to sleep on all things pop culture. Welcome to Kick-Ons, because the party's not over. The night is young, no we're not done. Party back at ours, everybody's welcome to the Kick-Ons. You're welcome. Welcome to Kick-Ons, the pop culture after party for people who want just a little more. I actually nearly forgot it. <laughs> like, what is it? Who wants a little bit more? Is it mums? Mums who want a little bit more? Why don't we cater straight to mums? Um, oh, because we're inclusive. No, it's because we're inclusive. Yeah. Duh. I yeah. don't think we'd want to be just a like mums and bubs podcast. Imagine if we if we were giving opinions on parenting. <laughs> well, I mean, we've got lots of <laughs> great straight- examples of parenting around us. We do. And to be honest, I think we'd be good at it. Like, okay, so if you had to give like an ad- advice to a new mum who is uh, struggling with not being able to see their friends as much, what would you what would you say? Well, one thing I've learned from my friends who have children, well, more importantly, have had babies in the last year, is that um, routine is the most important thing and that um, if you can afford it and it's something that you want need, a sleep trainer is a really good tool. Um, So essentially I'd say... um, do what you need to do, girl. Like, it's okay if you can't see your friends. Your friends will understand. They'll come to your house. They'll make coffees. Um, and, but also, hey, if you have a partner, you should utilize them. You know? Fully. Yeah. Yeah. Dads, get on board. Or you mums. did this. <laughs> or parents. You know? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, specifically yeah. dads, I think. <laughs> I know. It's hard to remember that, like, like sometimes it's the mum who's absent too. <laughs> totally. Everyone has a different Fano family dynamic. Absolutely. And and this on this podcast, Mums and Bubs, we recognize all family dynamics and we give opinions on every single one of them. <laughs> Yeah, I can't quite, I'm not sure it would take off. But, you know, Mm. Stranger Things have happened. Yes. Did you finish Stranger Things? No, I didn't start. But my flatmates I thought you were doing, like, a flatmate uh, watching Stranger Things as a group, like, trying to connect with the younger audience. To be honest, um, my flatmate Ollie actually said to me that it, Stranger Things is my one gaping hole of pop culture knowledge and that I should be ashamed of myself. I'm paraphrasing here. He didn't say that, but he basically implied that I should be ashamed of myself for not having seen it, which I agree with, but I I agree with it. I also haven't seen it. That's not, um, that's not gaping hole shaming you. (laughs) Like we all have gaping holes. Okay. Well, speak for yourself. I found the first episode so scary 
Oh, like baby. literally, it actually is horror. So why would I want to do that to myself again? But you know, I could give it a whirl. Because I think you get invested. Like once you get over the fact that it's going to give you a fright, yeah. There are some like gorgeous alien storylines. Yeah, there's a hole that needs to be plugged, god damn it. Yeah, well, look, I'll give it a whirl eventually. Yeah, to be honest, we're like shower girls. We're not bath people. We don't need to plug that hole. <laughs> um, and, But we have a lot of other pop culture knowledge, which we I'm do. sure Ollie does not have a fucking clue about yeah. until he listens to this podcast and gets like, whoa. That is something that I wish I knew already, but thank God for Stephanie Moore. Yeah, well, speaking of thank God for me, talk us through the reaction to How to Be Lonely. Oh, it's been really gorgeous. Since we last spoke, um, How to Be Lonely has been played on the radio. It's been added to several, like, um, radio stations playlists around the country which has been really cool. I've done a, a radio interview on Sun FM, who are a radio station in Pakatane. And that was so sweet. And then we got the music video played on Juice TV. I've been added to a Spotify, I know, a Apple Music playlist, which is really cool. So definitely my biggest release so far. And... The fans, the fans, and the friends. <laughs> One and the same, really, at this point. Mm, debatable. The reaction was really amazing. Everyone's like, it's your best song yet. Can't get it out of my head. And I'm like, that's exactly how I've been feeling for the last year. Well, I'm really glad. It is such an earworm. It was exciting to hear it launched on ZM. And it's really been going off in our house, I can say that. Fortly, my house too. And... My workplace. I put on um, Spotify today and just let like whatever songs play after How to Be Lonely. And fuck, that playlist was good. Like if you just let Spotify run after How to Be Lonely, hit after hit after hit. Been a great week for New Zealand music, actually. Yes, do tell. Well, um, obviously Jason Parker's new hit How to Be Lonely came out, but... Wyata Anthems uh, came out on the same day. Yes. And there were a lot of really cool uh, new songs, like new Wyata being um, added to Wyata Anthems and also covers of songs that were originally released in English. Uh, Some of my favorites include Paige's new song, uh, To Aroha, which she wrote with um, Takahu, who is Thea's project. We've talked about them quite a lot on the pod but really gorgeous song and friend of the pod yaya if you haven't listened to her song little joy that's one of my favorites um but she has released her song thoughts in my bed in today which is uh called nga mahara moi inga which is thoughts in my bed and she like got on some Spotify playlists too i'm so proud of her i feel like i've been watching her for the last like year and she's just doing it. I'm just so excited. If you ever get to go to a Yaya show, I highly recommend. Yes. Um, also on there was a song by Dilla Strait called Taku Aroha. And it 
uh, was featured on one of our One for the Road interviews last week on the day it came out. And the video is incredible. Um, it's illustrated, like, journey of... It's all about um, the lead singer's journey becoming a father, speaking of mums and bubs, and just, like, the being in the position of trying to raise a young Māori woman in 2022 and what, I guess, his thoughts about reflecting on the past and what the future might bring. It's really beautiful. So I definitely recommend checking that out. He would be a great guest to have on the Mums and Bubs He would be. He would be. Yeah. Yeah, he could give us tips on how to swaddle. Oh my God. We all, how, do you think it would be easy to teach swaddling uh, on this medium? Do any mothers listen to this podcast, apart from Bridget? My mum. I'm just thinking. If you're a mother (laughs) and you're listening to this podcast, I've actually got a question to ask our listeners today. I want to invite them in more than I ever have, because I've been thinking a lot about this recently. Okay. Bird of the year. The reaction has been crazy. Oh, that is so good to hear because Mm. every year we support the Piwaka Waka. Mm. And every year you ask me, is this what we're going to do? Are we doing this again? And I, without hesitation, sing the Piwaka Waka's praises. Like the Piwaka Waka in my mind can do no wrong. But it's more than just like us now, you know? It's like it's community. you people out there. Yeah, we are a community of people who have opinions and if we're gonna if we're gonna get the win this year, is the Piwaka Waka really what we wanna be backing as a collective? So I really wanna invite everyone to share Yes, Steph. I've got my hand raised because I need to interject. The reaction so far for people saying that they are here for us to apply to be the campaign managers for the Piwaka Waka was so, like, um, outstanding, isn't the word? Overwhelming that I think that's your answer. Wow. But maybe should we try? Because, like, admittedly, I got really drunk all weekend and didn't do what I said I would do, which was apply so i think like shall we see what happens with the application and then if we are denied whether we're gonna stick with the piwaka waka i guess like we're people of morals right we're we're not really creatures of change as such but i think when we know we know do you know what i mean yeah i don't think it's time yet Okay, that's good to hear. I just really wanted to hear what everyone else had to say because I I felt like um, after the last chat where you asked me again (laughs) if we would be supporting the Piwaka Waka, I just like, I didn't stop to think about if we should or shouldn't. There was just only a yes answer in my mind. That's okay. And now that I've grown... Mm. I've been listening to this really great podcast, actually. It's called uh, Mums and Bubs. <laughs> <laughs> this is with Zeds, right? Mums and Bubs? Yeah. yeah Obzi- ob- obviously. Um, so I've really grown up. <laughs> nice. I'm so happy for you. 14 days out of f- from your 31st birthday. Oh, my God. So, uh- like, I will start lying about my age soon. How do no. you feel about being 31? 
you know, I'm loving it. I don't Is that care. because you get to date older? Well, maybe. Yeah. I just I, feel like 31. I, mean, I don't have to. And you're not going to, so what is... <laughs> yeah, no, well, that's why I want to start lying. Do you know what I think it is? Is I think from, like, and this is could be really... I might have to go through some things, but like I have been obsessed with being 32 for years. Like for me, 32 is like the peak age. Like I've wow. been like, I'm so excited about being 32. I'll walk, be walking around and being like, I'm 32. And so I'm not ready to not get there. Like maybe yeah. 33, I'll start lying. But then three and three, it's like that symmetry. So I'll maybe start lying at 34. I think 31, like, that sounds so exciting. Like, now I want to be 32 as well. And I guess what we have to look forward to, thankfully, is Taylor Swift's album Midnight's coming out. And I really think that'll make being 31 easier. Or, like, it'll just make more sense being 31 once that album comes out. Because you'll be, like, relating something about it i don't know what it is but i'll just be like you know what i was meant to be 31 at this time and i'm not gonna start lying about my age yet thank you taylor swift it'll probably be a lyric jason don't lie about your age fuck if that happens it's gonna be wild um uh and i'm also gonna have a 30 second party so 100 percent yeah um, I think before we talk any further, we need to say our first sips. <gasps> it's the first sip. So this is the part of our podcast where we teach all of you how to get your baby onto the bottle. <laughs> right. Yeah. And the hey, easiest look, way if, possible. If, if you started on the bottle, like if you couldn't breastfeed, that is so okay. That is so okay. This information is for you too. Yeah. So the easiest way I've found to get the baby on the bottle is to uh, have a Netflix subscription (gasps) and watch a show called Glow Up Season 4. You're really digging my dong right now. (laughs) Ding dong, darling. It's a ding dong. She literally said you're dinging my dong the other day. (laughs) so funny. The other episode. So crack up. So season four is out. Uh, this season's actually really good because uh, all the contestants are very evenly uh, placed. Like no one's really that much more outstanding than anyone else. And I think it makes for a really, really good show. And a lot of them are like bedroom makeup artists as well. So it's really interesting watching them navigate uh, fashion shows or editorial campaigns when they've literally only painted their own face and like succeeding. Like these people are so talented and obviously Val is a legend. Um, and I so really enjoyed the she whole was thing. done on a snatch game. I know. Do, do you think she watched the snatch game? Has she come forward and said anything about the snatch game? For her sake, I hope not. Damn. It would be kind of cool if she just came forward and was like, I watched it and, like, thank you for, thank you for, like, giving it a go. 
is a yeah. ding dong. Like, imagine if she gave them a ding dong just for <laughs> lols. My uh, first sip this week is also from Netflix. It is... So I kind of stumbled across this on Sunday and then I was like, oh my god, what is this? Uh, it's two episodes, but I think the whole series is longer. But these two episodes are specifically on one kind of story. It's called Untold, The Girlfriend Who Didn't Exist. And it's essentially a real life like doco miniseries about a college football player um, whose name is Manti Teo, who was catfished in like the rise of his fame and his career um and essentially like you'll see in the trailer but his grandma died and the night his grandma dies his girlfriend also dies but what he didn't know was that his girlfriend wasn't real and it's like going back and breaking down the whole story the person who did the catfishing is on the show And back in, it was 2012 that this all happened. Like, Catfish wasn't even a show. Like, no one knew what it was, the term Catfish. So, um, it's very, very interesting. Two episodes, really hooking. Wow. I just have to do, like, a sub-first sip, because I haven't finished listening to it yet. But Tom Hanks is on this week's Armchair Expert with Dax Shepard and Monica Padman. And I'm like an hour in and he is just so jolly and lovely. The way he tells stories, he makes them both feel so special. I'm like, he's a good one. And if you are out there, and I know you are, but I can't remember who it was that doesn't like Tom Hanks. I'm so sorry that you should listen to this. Everything's about to change for you. Everything's about to change for you. And I'm pretty sure it's actually... The person who doesn't like Tom Hanks is the face behind a really amazing new store in Wellington that's going to be opening this month or next month called Mimi. So if you are a resident or a passerby of Omaroro slash Newtown in Wellington, you might see a really cute little store popping up on Constable Street. And just like follow her on Instagram at Mimi Store. Wait, hang on, let me just double check. At Mimi Store.nz for cuteness. It's gonna be the hottest new store in Wellington. Yeah, I hear Tom Hanks is gonna be at the opening. He is. Yeah. Mm. Rumor has it. Tom Hanks was in a Carly Rae Jepsen music video. Like, come on, he's it. He is it. Also, Adele got a Emmy, so she is now an ego. I know, and of course she has an ego. Like, how fitting is that for her? That's her own words. Very good. Absolutely. She is one step away from ego, and we all know that she'll probably get it. Yeah, with Adele the Musical, 1921. Yes. One day we should just, like get stoned and record an episode where we like break down the plot. Yes. Maybe we should cast it as we go. Oh, like the Broadway. It's on Broadway. Well, like and- say we're talking about it as it's happening and we're like, we're like, Oh, um, the, the chimney sweep, who would make a great t- chimney sweep? Oh, oh my Tate. God. Let, 
Yes, let's get Aaron Tveit on the line. Okay. So for and then we call Aaron Tveit. Oh, and he helps us flesh out that character. Fully. Okay. Essentially, for everyone listening, when we were young, when we were young, <gasps> we looked like a movie. We sounded like a song, and we wrote an entire plot to an, an Adele musical called 1921 about forbidden love in the ballet industry in Paris. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Honestly, that's what it was. It works. Yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> and so we're ready to step in. And speaking of all of this, I think there's only two words to say. Hi, silly. Hi, silly. We recently started a new segment where we discuss things that are silly. So, <laughs> my high silly is so, so silly. I just don't even know how I ended up here. But my TikTok, for some reason, has taken me to a place where it's trying to teach me how to look after my car a little bit better. There was this one TikTok that um, really got me, and I've actually seen it quite a few times, and I don't know if it's just my algorithm now is, like, telling me how to drive my car properly or, but I just wanted to know, does anyone else do this? So apparently, you know how when you're driving a man, no, an automatic car, there is the end space, which means neutral, apparently. I've never, ever used it. You didn't know ever. it meant neutral. Well, what's the point of it? <laughs> like, what do you use it for? If what did what do you use neutral for, Steph? Um, you use it if you can't start your car and you need to move your car. You put it in neutral and take the handbrake off and push it, don't you? Interesting. I don't know. Never had to do that. Thankfully, <laughs> there's still time. <laughs> but apparently, what you're supposed to do is when you're at the red lights and you're waiting, oh, you're not yeah. supposed to put your brake on drive you're supposed to put your brake on like you're supposed to change it to neutral brake and then wait for it to go green put it back and drive never done that no but no more importantly yeah when you stop your car this is the silliest thing i've ever heard when you stop your car you put it in neutral mm-hmm. and then you put up the handbrake and then you put it in park and turn off the car you put it in neutral you put up your handbrake and then you turn off the car no. No, you got to put it in park and then you turn off the car. So normally you would go straight so you from go drive neutral, to park to handbrake. Ne- neutral handbrake, park, brake. Neutral handbrake, park, off. Brake. Oh, off, off. That's what I meant. Whoa. Yeah, that's correct. Apparently that is the correct way to park your car is and that, I have never done it. Is that because... um? Like, it's better for the engine? Yes, something, something, it's better for the gearbox, apparently, which I was also like, my car doesn't have a gearbox, it's a man. No. <laughs> and you can find all about that on our special Father's Day edition of Mums and Bums, where we get an automobile oh. expert in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, have you got something silly to tell me <laughs> i do i've actually already told you this but i just think like it deserves some airtime. now the way i kind of um fell onto this scientific survey um was there was an episode of southern charm that came out over the weekend and one of the characters on there was talking about how he has a fear of 
this exact thing because he was dealing with turkey. Like a, they did a fried turkey, which was bizarre, but they like pulled the turkey out of this bucket where it had been like resting. I don't know. Anyway, and he couldn't touch it, so he got his girlfriend to touch it. And then a podcast, like a Bravo podcast, posted that a recent a, sur- a screenshot saying a recent survey found out that millennials, aka anyone who was born after 1981, hate to touch raw meat as it causes them high levels of anxiety. And I just wanted to bring to the forefront my um, fear that I no longer have to deal with because I don't eat chicken. But I just um, feel seen that, you know, other people out there don't like touching raw meat. (laughs) Because they're worried. Well, there was like a fear of getting Campylobacter. But, I mean, is that the one? No. What's the one? Well, no, Salmonella. But that's a similar thing, isn't it? I mean. Steph has a real fear of getting Salmonella from undercooked chicken she's never had salmonella maybe doesn't know anyone who's ever had salmonella either no i think but i know lots of people have had salmonella go name you've one had it. you've had it haven't you <laughs> i don't know <laughs> it's just been like an irrational fear of mine ever since i had to start to cook for myself it's really not the most enjoyable thing being a vegetarian, gotta say. Honestly, I've had some real close calls recently where I've just been like, is this worth it anymore? I think it's because we get morning tea at work. There's like every day. Every day. There's, yeah, there's morning tea supplied. So, but like twice in the last two weeks I've gone in and it's just been like, I swear to you, a mountain of sausage rolls. Like, I've never seen so many sausage rolls in my life. And I've been like, uh. And then I'm like, everyone looks so happy right now. Usually there is like a little. Do you bring it up? Well, sometimes there's like a little veggie quiche option, but if I'm not there fast enough. Well, sometimes there's not. Like, this particular day with the mountain of sausage rolls, there was lamingtons. And I was like, I can't have a lamington right now. So, you know, I was choosing to walk away, but it just was like, oh, for fuck's sake. And then I had a disastrous tofu situation. It just really hasn't been a good week for me and meat. Well, I think in 2022, in a Wellington private school job, they can afford to have a veggie sausage roll option. And you heard it here first. Yeah, why aren't you in charge of the catering? Like, that's a misuse of funds. <laughs> They're like, who likes bok choy? <laughs> They're like, who's bok choy? <laughs> okay, um, let's get into our lives of the party. We decided that we were going to do a combined life of the party this week. Because the episode of Drag Race Down Under, speaking of Ding Dong, this week was so good. Probably the best of the season so far, do you think? Uh, Definitely the best of the season so far. I had a really enjoyable time watching every single part of it. And Spanky's in the motherfucking house tonight. I can't like... Uh, She's really... Got to fuck up hard to not win the whole thing. 
totally. And I don't think that will happen. And you know what? I also saw our lovely friend of the pod, Liam, posted um, a tweet that said, like, oh my god, I just love Spanky Jackson so much. And I know how much they were not excited to watch this season. So it makes me really happy that their experience has been turned around and now they're a fan. Yes. I, I hope they let us know that they are a fan. They're here. <laughs> yeah. We're together. Um, we are one. And I also loved, like, there was obviously Spanky being hilarious. There were these intense moments of, like, honest, or well, sharing, but with from Queen Kong opening up about her sister who died um, and, like, the life that she wishes she got to spend with her. Um I, I know Hannah is controversial, but I am really enjoying her as a person. Beverly Kills, I just... Uh, Beverly Kills is doing really well for someone who is constantly feeling like she's being attacked. I think the way that she's dealing with it is, like, is the best she possibly can do at her state of, like, life. And yeah. with what she's been given so far. I honestly, I'm like, it would be really hard to have a bunch of people telling you, like, you just need to find yourself or you need to be more authentic or, like, just be yourself. And mm. she, and you, and you can't just yet. Yeah. And there's nothing you can do about it yet. Totally. And. Except take time and reflect, especially in that pressure cooker environment. Like. Literally all of them are leaving and being like, that was the hardest thing I've ever done. Yeah, it's so true. I think, and like, it's nice of them. Like, I think it's a good thing that they are pushing her like that. I, but about I, her sisters. Yeah. And I think like one day she will turn around and be like, oh, I get it now. I, I was too young to get it then, but now I understand like why they were pushing me. And like, that's so amazing that they cared enough about me to want to push, push me. Yeah. Um, but the challenge this week was to create a hometown video, sorry, a, a tourism video promoting your hometown. And of course, Spanky Jackson was just hilarious. I think, well, she would have been hilarious regardless, but because her town is Palmerston North and we all know how amazing it is there, it was just so funny to watch. So we thought we would run through some ideas of how we could promote our our own hometowns Timaru and Waipukuro how did, how did you go with this assignment Jason make so, me laugh <laughs> <laughs> first of all I imagine uh the first scene is a woolshed party okay great yeah it's a woolshed party and um I think like Underage drinking is very prevalent in this woolshed party, but it's also um, mums and a bubs. lot. Yes, lots of mums and bubs, and they're all having a good time together. And then the next scene is like everyone wakes up with a hangover, and the gossip has spread through the town. Like something outrageous has happened between like Sharon and Joe. <laughs> Oh, we must catch up. It's literally just a bunch of women being like in the supermarket together yeah. being like, we must catch up. Oh God, we must catch up. Oh, God, God, we must catch, we must see each other. 
I couldn't think of a slogan though, but that really encapsulates Waipukuro, I think. Yeah, I like that. I'm into that. What would your outfit be? Singlet, stubbies, big tits. Yeah. So for mine, I was thinking, so I think I would be dressed in um, like a beauty pageant outfit because I'd recently been crowned Miss Caroline Bay and I am going, I have to make it to the magical sailor and anchor. And, which is a bar, for those of you who don't know, which is probably all of you, apart from Jason. So, I'm, like, traipsing through this, I imagine it as, like, almost like a, um, through, like, a dystopian kind of universe, and I'm, like, fending off um, maize pies, and I'm, like, fending off roses, because they're a big, like, this rose garden, and I have to get through all these challenges to eventually make it to the sail and anchor. And I think the music is like Today, Tomorrow, Timaru, because they'll definitely be able to get the rights. Yes, easy. How does that go? Today, tomorrow, Timaru, that's where I left you, or met you, one of the two. Um, So that was like what I was kind of pulling. I think like... How would Rue, like, if you can't, you said that to Rue in the workroom. I feel like it would have been, like, a Beverly Kills, like, yeah, on the Gold Coast, we blah, blah, blah. He'd <laughs> be like, I'm, I'm Bendy's lesbian sister, <laughs> out to look for sugar daddies. Straight away, Michelle Visage being like, is it an issue that she's lesbian and sugar daddies? Straight away, her being like, no, yeah. this is not going to work. Yeah, I think, like, there's a lot of, like, honing and simplifying that could be done there, but I think, like, the bones are there for both of them. I think what they really want to know about both of us, both all the judges, they just mm. want to get to know us, you know? Yeah. Like, it's not, it's not really about, about the town. That's true, that's true. Yeah. Well, maybe it could be, like, we're both these um, people who are... If you think about it in unicorns and horses, you know, they're like, and not to be disrespectful to anyone, but like we, we are the unicorns and we're like in this field and we look around and we look at the same as the horses. And, you know, there's a lot of stuff we can chat about with the horses, but there's something slightly different about us that means maybe we need to fly away. And then one day there's like this big storm and there's hay just like going everywhere and we start to fly and we're like oh but I love those places and like that's so familiar <laughs> I want to be there but we fly away and then some t- we go to this magic place but then sometimes we go back and we have the best time <laughs> because Fully. we're back and with our horses but we yes. have to fly away again thank you for Whoa. coming to the story corner of the mums and buds podcast <laughs> Thank you, Jeremy um, Redford, for, for the concept of that. No, I don't think so. Hopefully, though. <laughs> Sing like a unicorn. Well, that, well I think we'd get through. I think we'd get through. Oh, you're literally crying. <laughs> you are you are a unicorn girl. No, I'm just hormonal. I'm hormonal. Oh, no, you're right. You're just a hormonal horse. <laughs> <laughs> get that woman some ketamine. <laughs> 
please. Oh, God. Okay. Let's bring the mood down. What is your peak bum, too bum, soon? Bum. So my peak too soon, I read a uh, article about Gwyneth Paltrow this week. And working back in retail has actually got me thinking about this a lot. So the fact that Gwyneth Paltrow was also thinking about it really, really got me going. So the the whole article was about Gwyneth Paltrow's discussing people dressing their age and what dressing your age actually means in 2022. Mm. And she said, I don't think there are rules around when you stop wearing certain kinds of clothes at a particular age. I wore the shortest skirt I'd worn in 10 years just the other day. It was this old Chanel dress I found in the basement and it worked. (laughs) People should wear what they feel good in. And I have that exact same feeling. I work the like clothing that we sell at the store I work at is like aimed at women in their like 40s plus and everyone comes in and is like, is this, should I be dressing like this? Mud and Dresses Lamb is brought yeah. up quite a lot. Mm. That whole concept of like, is this for me? And I'm always like, do you feel hot in it? Do you feel good in it? And if they say no, then I'm like, it's not for you then. But if you do feel good in it, it's totally for you. And the fact that Gwenny brought that up, Queen. Was really awesome. That is Real awesome. queen. Yeah, so the peak too soon part is just that stigma around like <gasps> see, no wonder I want to fucking lie about my age. Like it's society. Yeah. It is society. And there are like it just doesn't matter at the end of the day because that's binary, you know? And we are here so to true. not live in the binary in the lines you know exactly (laughs) exactly we are all unicorns everyone everyone can grow those wings and fly away you know and And look fabulous while doing it darling the rules and like the um like i know traditions aren't made to be broken but most of them need to be because like I mean, it just goes so beyond, like, mud and dresses lamb. But people dress for their culture. People dress for their religion. And just because that doesn't fit someone else's idea of what people should be wearing, like, yeah. fuck that. Yeah, exactly. Beauty standards, not for us. That's actually what's really great about Glow Up, too. Mm. It's the the way that they see beauty is totally flipped because that that real artists like glam makeup is a, such a small part of the whole glow up series yeah that what is beautiful you get to see what is beautiful without it technically being something that people would u- usually describe as beautiful yeah i love that yeah ding dong what peak too soon for you my peak too soon is what is going on with the veronicas essentially like the other day they have um removed all their photos from their instagram neither the profile picture is gone and they have both well lisa veronica has announced well that no sorry they've both announced that they're releasing solo work which is amazing um but also what is going on like are they disappearing lisa posted a teaser of a song cruising on my own um, and she put the caption as I'm going solo and then Jess uploaded a sneak peek for seeing stars. They're both 
being released on the same day. So it obviously th- seems like things are all good, but it was just the the hiding of all their photos and the disappearing of the profile picture, which made me think, what is going on? Like, is this the end? But I also know they're booked for like a festival in New Zealand. Yeah. Com- so it's obviously not over, but it was just shocking. It sounds like marketing to me. I think it's marketing. I even think like, are they doing solo songs, but they're doing like an album together of solo songs? I don't know. That would be bizarre. But why but do they need I'm solo it, careers? They don't. And why are they releasing them on exactly the same day? Like, obviously it's marketing, right? I think so. They don't need solo careers. Yeah. Well, watch that space. <laughs> no, they don't. Yeah. Oh, I can't have one of them being more famous than the other. That just doesn't make any sense to me. They are equally as gorgeous. Yeah, there's no there's no one more famous than yeah. the other in that duo. We will be getting both of them on the Separately. pod at the same time. Just like, <laughs> oh, oh, and we'll be talking to them separately. Oh, that would be creepy. You take one, I take Whoa. one. Oh, no, we have to do it four way. Four, che- four cheese pizza kind of vibes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shall we say the mantra? Yes. Yes, blue. What's blue? You're the blue cheese on the pizza. Oh, R.A.P. Tommy Millions. Okay. 2001 2001 to 2008. There ain't a song that we hate. That we hate. I feel like now because you said I do it differently every time. There's pressure. Pressure. Anyway, Jason, what are you adding to the playlist? I am adding a 2001 banger that I actually can't believe is not on the playlist already. I will be adding Daft Punk's One More Time. Wow. One more time. Gonna celebrate. Oh, yeah. What led to you adding that? Uh, I heard it the other day and I was like, whoa, this track is such a good song. It's one of those songs that's like, is it cliche? Is it overplayed? Is it overdone? Like, nah, it's actually just sick. I'm into it. I love it. It was about time we had some, like, a Daft Punk song on there. Yeah, there's no Daft Punk. Now there will be one. Ooh. If you remember to put it I on. I will. Um, my song um, is... So I went on a date on Friday and we were having a conversation about, I assume, relationships. I honestly can't remember how we got to this particular thing, but he was talking about how you have to meet each other halfway. And as soon as he said that, I was like, you're so right. But all for the rest of the night, the only thing I could hear in my head was, meet me halfway Right up the bottom line, where I'm gonna wait for you, for you. I even woke up the next day singing it, basically. So I'm adding Meet Me Halfway by Fergie to the playlist. Great addition to the playlist. Wow, that is so funny. That is so classic. I would have done exactly the same thing. It's like having this serious conversation about, like, the future and all your brain is doing it. That's a meme, is it? That's a. Oh, I was meme. like that I lady. Memes, I get yeah, this one. Yeah. Meet me <laughs> Maybe I can make a TikTok out of it. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. 
Do you guys think you could be a TikTok couple? Oh, he. Oh no, I. Just, I don't know. <laughs> Steph, you got to meet me halfway on this stuff. You can't just back down like that. Come on. Oh my god, that really was a lot. Um, Yeah, I reckon. Obviously, I had to. Yeah, great. I have to do it all. Yeah. Obviously, obviously. Meet me halfway is on the playlist, and that's about us. Thank you for tuning in. Yeah, that's us. That's us. Um, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Mums and Bubs. I hope all you uh, new new parents out there are coping. Yeah, and-, and all the tips that we gave you are really helpful to creating the most special bond you possibly can with your little tiger, your little schnookum, your little schnook, your little shy shy, oh. little shy. <laughs> oh my god! Did you see that the premiere was today in Venice? And yes, I mean I haven't looked a lot, but it looks like um, it looks awkward. Olivia Wilde has been shutting down a lot of um questions Ooh. about Florence and her and Harry like hardly even interacted. Like I'm sorry, yeah, it does look awkward. I would be like, I know that this is has become bigger than it needs to be, but there ain't no way I'm not, like, macking on my boyfriend Harry Styles on this red carpet. Fully. Also, want to do a quick shout-out to Chris Pine, who was looking so hot. Yeah, they forget about that Chris when they list the Chrises. Fully. He's got, like, long hair, long blonde hair at the moment, and, like, it's hard to look hot when you're next to Harry Styles, like, soz. But yeah. he was he was showing up in his own Chris Pine way. I'd even say yes to a date with Nick Kroll, who's um. Oh my god! Yes, we love Nick Kroll. Yes, absolutely, big mouth fame. Yeah, but what's his character in Parks and Rec? Oh, um, the yeah, douche, the douche. <laughs> douche nation. <laughs> I just wanted to bring up the time that um Chris Pine got charged for drink driving between. Ashburn and Methvin. Whoa. This is in 2014. I'm sorry, it's not funny to laugh about do not drink and drive, but like, of all places for Chris Pine. Yeah. Yeah. Great. If you were from Ashburn or Methvin um, and doing Take the challenge, fully, that one time Chris Pine got pulled up. We love it. I mean, we don't love it, but we yeah. love it. Hey, well. Please go and follow us on Instagram uh, at kickonspods. We really need the followers mm-hmm. um, because the content is so damn good. Check us out on any streaming service. Check us out on any streaming service that you feel like and stream away. Share with your friends. Leave us five stars, a cute review. Tell us what you think about Chris Pine. Let us know if the Piwaka Waka is the and one. Follow Mimi Storm Yes, follow mimistore.nz. Uh, we're going to leave you with a, a brand new lullaby. Meet me halfway.